The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a quick Smart Moves treat. It's time for Marcia's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Are you working in your business or on your business? There is a bridge every entrepreneur must cross in order to grow a business beyond a certain point, a point where they must transition from doing to leading. It means stepping back from day-to-day operations to focusing on the best ways to move the business forward. Here's what one business owner said to me recently during coaching, quote, What I didn't realize is that while I was so busy dealing with daily fires, I was getting less done. It's just our nature as entrepreneurs to hold on to everything. So, listeners, what's the solution? Here are three things to remember to stop being a one-man or one-woman band and to start delegating so you can work on your business rather than in it. One, perfection isn't the key to success. Learn to accept 80% is good enough and don't sweat the small stuff. The last 20% can take forever, so you don't so don't get hung up on perfection. 2. Micromanaging is a curse. You may think you're the most knowledgeable, but you have to let go of excessive control. That way, innovation can flourish. Your staff, even though it may only be one or two employees, could have a better sense of what the real problem is and the best solution. Three, it's the important, not the urgent, to focus on. CEOs and founders should focus on personally working on tasks that gives them the biggest bang for their time and the biggest impact on their business. In other words, as someone said to me, delegate everything else. So, here's a smart moves tip. In those first frantic days of turning your great idea into a functioning business, you wore many hats, usually because you couldn't afford to hire anyone else to take out the garbage, keep the books, 
talk with the web designer, etc. But the truth is, once you're beyond a startup, your job is to focus on what will grow your business. In other words, to move your business ahead requires you to step back, way back. Listeners, do you have the foundation of people, processes, and performance to step back so you can work on your business instead of in it? To find out more, contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, my guest today, Dennis Patako, is a great example of an entrepreneur who works diligently on growing his business. He's the publisher and executive editor of bizcatalyst360.com. He will take us through the highlights and low points along his solopreneurial journey from banker to publisher and beyond. Along the way, he will share candid insights into pivotal decisions, lessons learned, and wisdom gained. Whether you're a millennial thinking about launching a new venture from scratch or a corporate professional seeking insights in how to climb or perhaps leap the corporate ladder. This is a must listen to. Welcome, Dennis. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, Marcia. Thanks so much for inviting me. Well, um, let's really get started a bit about your background and journey. Tell me about that. How did you move from banker to solopreneur? Well, let me give you the highlights. Um, I got into banking right out of the Air Force. I never had what I'll call the economic opportunity as a very large family. I joined the Air Force and then literally stumbled into banking uh, through a placement program. So I didn't grow up wanting to be a banker. I was placed there ultimately in the Air Force. And then I spent about 30 years fumbling through banking uh, using the old analogy. One could say I went to the school of hard knocks, absorbing right. everything in the trenches. I was very fortunate to do business along the way in Canada, uh, the United Kingdom, Australia, Eastern Europe, and it gave me a real sense of both business and culture around the globe, as well as a real taste of the glamour and joy of endless hours stuck in airports and traffic. <laughs> okay. Marcia, somewhere along the line, I had world launched my own business here in Florida, and then I did one in Canada, and then I did one in the United Kingdom. Everything at the time was focused on mortgage lending, and that was back during the heyday of the housing market um, around the world. Mm -hmm. I ultimately, I ultimately, I sold all those businesses before the housing crash, thank goodness, and like many people that are career professionals, I moved into the global consulting business, taking the, everything I had learned and making it available to people, either people that I've networked with or knew over the years, or just simply people or companies might want to launch a new business here in the U.S. or, moreover, outside the U.S., or maybe turn around an existing business because I've seen the best of it and I've seen the worst of it. And as many people like you know, it's, it's not 
uh, wisdom that you get out of a book. It's wisdom that you learn in the trenches by experiencing it or recovering from it. (laughs) I love that. Yes, okay. Continue. (laughs) So over time, and uh, perhaps this was just following where the world and the markets were going, my consulting practice began to transition more and more into the social media world because it's one of those things that many of us have discovered. Either you jump on the train or you miss the train. So I found myself still kind of consulting within this mortgage finance world, but the best way to stay relevant, if you will, uh, was to get more involved in social media. So I launched my own website. This goes back about five years ago. And I focused it entirely on what I thought I knew well, and that was global mortgage finance. And it was no, not a lot of bells and bells. The entry level website, because I'm a technician, it was my way of taking my first step in a uh, virtual world. And then over time, again, following trends, I used that experience, both the technical experience, the things I learned that I did right and wrong, and I began to develop a concept for my current business, which you mentioned earlier, which is BizCatalyst 360.com. And uh, so that was your journey from banker to where you are today. Um, can you share some of those defining um, moments along the way uh, that can help others who are, going, are planning to make this journey or are going through this journey? I can. You know, I've had other people ask me that question over the years, and I always go back to a quote from Yogi Berra, who said, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't tell you how many forks I've come to, but two came to mind in thinking about this over the years. Number one, you know, what made the difference? When I was in banking, how did I end up traveling the world? How did I end up? I mean, I was a banker in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I didn't have global experience. Mm-hmm. What I discovered, and I was trying to go, what, dif- what made me different from others? Again, I didn't have a college education. I didn't have a lot of those things that other people bring to the business. What, what I discovered was my ability to get ahead, and I don't know that this applies, Marcia, just to the banking world, but mm-hmm. in this case, it was me. It was my willingness to uproot and relocate and go across the country or around the globe to follow the opportunity. I will mm-hmm. tell you that many of, many of my colleagues and professionals who were better trained than me, they passed it up. They just wouldn't take the risk because they were sitting there in a cozy banking environment. And I said, no, I'm going to follow. And maybe part of it was because I didn't have the skill set that I wanted to learn it. Little did I know what the, that decision did for me over the years. Uh, so that, that was one of the forks. The second fork, quickly, is just the decision to jump off the, what I'll call the entrepreneurial cliff and launch my own business back in the early 90s. I mean, back then I was still in banking, and let's just say I was fat, dumb, and happy. I was in a well-established, stable banking career. I had plenty of reasons to just ride it out to retirement. But mm-hmm. I came to that cliff, and I didn't know if there was water down there, Marsha, but I jumped. And so that was a defining moment for me, and I've never looked back since then. And so what you're really saying, we have just a, a couple of, about two minutes before our break, is I like the Yogi Berra. When you get to a fork in the road, take it. And just a quick aside, that's how I got involved with uh, the, uh, the Business Edge, because that was not in my plan to have a national radio show. It came to me, and I took it. 
And the opportunities that have come from that, like meeting people like you and interviewing other entrepreneurs has been great. Uh, the other thing that I can identify and I hope others you know, may identify with is I also lived overseas. And again, it, and so th- that adds to our perspective and to maybe some risk-taking as well. Would you agree about that? Uh, absolutely. It gives you perspective. It gives you some cultural grounding. And it just, I don't know, there's a sense of the world that I think you carry with you, and particularly, I keep using this word culture, it's picking up on the cultures, and that translates into the way you do business when you're back home. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, it is time for a short break on the business edge. Uh, This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. And when we return, Dennis will continue with insights and inspiration on his journey from banker to solopreneur. And we'll talk more about his, uh, his business today. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest... Today is Dennis Patako talking about his journey from banker to solopreneur, and he just finished talking about that, you know, the different uh, experiences he's had along this journey, but one of the key questions I like to ask every uh, entrepreneur is, um, 
role models or mentors along the way, did you have those, and how helpful were they, Dennis? Uh, Very, and this may be an unusual answer, Marcia, to that question, but frankly, I've been blessed, and I do mean blessed, by both great mentors and some just terrible mentors. (laughs) Yes. I learned a lot. I learned what to do, and I learned what not to do, because I witnessed firsthand, and you and I mentioned this, or talked about this earlier, it's not book but it's reality learning, and boy, you just don't forget those lessons. I'll give you some examples here. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I learned from probably, I'll put this guy at the top of the heap, and God bless him, he passed away a few years ago. He's one of my partners in business. But as I was coming out of the uh, corporate world or the banker world, and I was, you know, the typical starchy uh, bureaucratic banker, and I was mission-driven and, and all those buzzwords, his name is George, and what George taught me was to lighten up and don't take it all too seriously. Laugh a little. You know, take the heads <laughs> off. Because we were, as you can imagine, in a startup, you've been there, you're in these perilous situations. Sure, sure. And you, you, and the people feel it around you, your staff, so laugh a little. It's not going to change your situation, but it'll change the way the company runs. It'll change, it'll relax the people around you. So a key lesson, lighten up and learn not to take it all seriously. It will get done. Uh, Lesson number one I got from George. Second thing I think I can resonate with is take charge, make decisions, and get things done. It's so easy to curl up in a ball, particularly in a startup, when, you know, it's hard, you freeze. I mean, it's sometimes easier to do nothing. So Mm -hmm. it may not be the best decision, but take charge. Once again, I think I think about the people that are working for you who may have given up their careers to join you, and they want to see decisiveness along the mm-hmm. way. And as far as they're concerned, you know it all. So act <laughs> yes. like you do. Find out the answers behind the scene if you have to, but make decisions. Keep the momentum going. Again, momentum in a startup. We all know how important that is. And it's another little subtlety I learned. Always keep the ball in the other guy's court. Now, in today's world, my business, when you get an email, send it back, the response. Don't be sitting there for four days waiting to respond to it. Uh, I mean, you can apply that same thing to your personal life. Always respond. Always, if there's an answer being waited for, I'm sorry, if you're waiting for an answer, they're waiting. I'm sorry, you're waiting, they're not waiting. So move forward, react, and respond. Um, and then another one, I, could, I probably have so many lessons from these guys. Uh, uh, it's an old quote from Zig Ziglar that I referenced. He said, a man learns in only two ways, one by reading, the other by association. Smart Lesson right. from there, I learned, surround yourself with the smartest people out there. Give them the boundaries of authority. They're going to love you for it. They're going to perform for it. You're going to look better. The company's going to perform better versus the guy that's in charge that wants to make all the decisions and can't delegate. It demoralizes the people. Good people will leave. Bad people will stay. Um, and, again, that was a learning experience for me because you always come up thinking once you've been, arrived, you know it all. So, <laughs> a little well, bit I of th- humility in there. Right. And so I think you've given some really four great tips um, that you've learned from your mentors 
and now let's move on to your your present business because I think pe- I'm very interested in finding out more, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Um, what was the inspiration behind BizCatalyst360.com? That's your website, but it's more than just a you know little website. Uh, so tell tell people about that. I'm be happy to. It it really started like many uh, entrepreneurial ideas when I was. I, I spoke earlier of me traveling the world a lot and getting stuck in airports and hotels and all the things that you run into. And as the years went by, you know, you're stopping, you're trying to catch up on business, you're trying to catch up on, you want to go somewhere to a website. I found myself going to a lot of websites. It could be news websites, could be business websites, could be, you name it, I was researching it. But I was frustrated because I couldn't just go to one place and find, generally speaking, something that I was looking for. That's where the inspiration came from. And the idea was, can I build or can I, surrounded by good people, build a, well, I'm just, lack of a better term, but a one-stop resource for the busy professional like I was who wants to go one place, get fresh information on any number of business sectors. Make sure it's fresh. Make sure it's an easy experience. Keep it clutter-free. Keep it. Don't throw pop-ups in my face because I'm busy. I don't want that. So if I can go there in the morning, if I can go there when I'm trapped, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So my uh, vision came from my own frustration and saying, and somebody said years ago, I think it was Steve Jobs, you know, don't reinvent things. Take things that are already out there and make it easier. Yes, and that's yes. And that's what this came from. It was, all the information you'll see on my website, it's out there if you want to spend the time finding it elsewhere, or you can go to one place and find it all. So that was the inspiration behind BizCatalyst360.com. And I think you spoke also about some of the, how it's different or better than others. Is there anything else, you know, because you've compiled everything in one place, does it have other features that are different from other websites? Uh, It does. It's not just come here, visit me, and get some information. If you want help, let's assume you're a dentist and it's, you know, years ago, and you're trying to start a business, and you really just want to capture, you, you can read all the articles in the world, mm-hmm. but you think your business is a little different, Marsha, and you just want to know, how do I expand my market share? How do I lead my people? Well, part of the theory over time behind Biz Catalyst was, let's give back a little bit. That gets into some of the lessons learned later on that I, mm-hmm. I might like to talk about, but... Um, so we, uh, we developed what I'll call a mentoring channel. Everything I'm going to mention is on the website. So if you go there at the top, you'll see a mentoring channel. And people can come there, Marsha, and fill in a form and say, this is my app, this is what I'm doing, this is the kind of advice I need starting my business. I'm changing careers, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And click on the uh, link, it comes to us at, at the uh, editorial team. We have a panel of mentors from literally around the globe. Their names and their credentials are on the website. And um, we will sit down. We'll share it with each other. We'll come up with the best advice you get. It's best for two reasons, from experience, not books. And number two, you can't beat the price. It's free. So <laughs> within one week, we'll come back to you with our response. And we'll also share it with everybody else who'd like to see the same type of information because many of the questions we get about starting the business, like things you may get, Marcia, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily 
business you're in. Um, we've had requests come in from as far away as the Russian Federation, believe it or not. People wow. who found the site. So that's one area that on the site, it's not just giving out information, it's giving back, paying it forward, whatever you'd like to call it. Okay, and then, you know, uh, because this is a 24-7 virtual business enterprise, uh, what are some of the challenges that you faced or are facing now? Because it is different than a brick-and-mortar uh, well, place. Yikes, good question. I think you should ask my wife that one. But the, the right answer, if I could use one word, it's unplugging. Yes. You know, it's maintaining the balance. Now, a lot of what I'm saying here is the same if you're starting a business because you live and die. There is no turning the lights out because you're the guy that turns them on in the morning. So it's unplugging. It's maintaining a balance. It's taking that business hours versus family hours. I've tried to figure it out over time because it didn't exist for me before then. And I've learned, again, in the social media world, the best time to be online doing what I do is between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning, and then in the afternoon between 4 and 7, and then I just work around the edges. It's, you might remember the old adage here in America, the city never sleeps mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Citibank. Uh, that's, that's what I was struggling with. So Business Catalyst 360 never sleeps because we've got a global audience in all time frames. So I've managed to come up with the time frames that work for me and seem to work for the people that come to our site every day. Okay. And... Um I, I would, you know, and in fact, when I talked with you um, before, you know, talking to you about coming on the show, and I see how often you post, I think I said to you, do you have a life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you ever question. get you're off? Not, the, you know, you're, not the, the fir- you're not the first one uh, to ask that question, but uh, it's like the Wizard of Oz. You're behind the curtain pulling these strings all the time. Well, let's go on to, I know there's tons and tons of information on the site. Uh, Where do you get all the articles? Where do they come from? Because I know you can't possibly write every one of them. So Uh, No, I can't. I I wish I could, and frankly, that's where I'd like to go someday, start writing myself. But as editor, you spend more time doing this magic word that everybody talks about these days, particularly if you're a blogger or in a business. It's called curating. And if I could just give my definition, for, for the purpose of uh, Biz Catalyst, I'll give my definition. That's finding the best information out there that I, as a business owner or a professional, business professional, would want to take the time to read. So I go, or my team goes, across, literally across the globe, sourcing information from all the quality websites out there, we handpick everything that gets published every day. And when I say every day, there is fresh content every single day, seven days a week. So better than that, over time, we've begun to attract a lot of featured contributors. So mm-hmm. we've now got over four dozen people with expertise literally across the business spectrum, some of which live uh, across the business spectrum and the globe. And so we kind of balance our fresh content from original writing, and then mm-hmm. hand-picked articles, and it's a nice balance because we think we can cover what everybody likes to see. Everything, though, has to meet three fundamental criteria that, that we established on day one, and that is it's got to be significant, it's got to be relevant, and quite frankly, Marsha, whoever's reading it, they've got to be able to walk away and do something with it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, the, yes, it's not just academic. I think you and I talked about it. It's not just academic. Yeah. It's real world. People who's writing it has experienced it, and um, it's going to be helpful to to the people who are reading it, correct? Uh, right. They can go away and do something now that they've read it, or they can come back for more. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marsha's idol, The Smart Moves Coach. My guest is Dennis Patoko, talking about his journey from banker to solo entrepreneur. And in the last segment, he talked about how and why he started BizCatalyst360.com, and it's a 24-7 uh, virtual business enterprise. And he talked about um, the kinds of articles are, that are on the site. Um, and so just to give the listeners a little more information, what topics uh, on your site capture the greatest reader reaction? You have many, many topics there, but what are the key ones that readers, you know, um, uh, uh, are moved to and read? I think that's a great question, Marcia, because I think most people going to business information websites would think it's going to be either about the stock market or it's going to be about leadership because there is a litany of information out there. Yes. But uh, this may be surprising, but without question, and this is from day one, 
And let me just say we've published over 10,000 articles now. The number one article is always the word business ethics. Really? Ethics, honesty, integrity, authenticity. It it just triggers a great deal of emotion, discussion. And and this is my own supposition, having looked at this and looked at the statistics and talked to people. And it's my own conclusion, and this is debatable, and frankly, I've, I've put this opinion out there for debate, it's, it's because it's so rare. If you look at the headlines today, it's rare to see. Uh, you don't see news about honest people and integrity and authenticity and great ethics. You normally see just the opposite. So, uh, and, and the most popular article ever published was one written by a lady that was on Forbes magazine. She's a contributor there today. In fact, I wrote to her to, to just thank her for writing it because I keep bringing it back and republishing it. It's one of those timeless articles, and the title of it is Success Will Come and Go, But Integrity is Forever. <sighs> and just, just the title, Marsha, you can see means yeah. a lot. And, but the concept is pretty fundamental. It's do the right thing, you know, act in the right way, do it when nobody else is watching. So I know, and this is a little bit about uh, being a publisher of a website, I know if I want to stir the activity a little bit, and get people talking, there's always going to be somebody on my uh, feature contributors team where there's going to be articles out there on integrity that not only you can read, but it goes back to the criteria. You can take action. You can learn from it. You can take it and share it with other people. So uh, it's remarkable, but that is one topic, bar none. And is there, besides ethics, what would come in second or even third? Oh, boy. Uh, Leadership. And that's almost by default because there is so much. I mean, if you just go onto Google or Bing today and type in the word leadership, it's a never-ending list. So I don't want to suggest you we don't publish leadership articles. We do. In fact, there's very few articles we publish that you can't draw some leadership meaning Mm -hmm. from. However... We look at the leadership ones, and we want to look for different angles on leadership, Uh, like this issue I just mentioned, authenticity. been looking at that a lot lately, and now that may not be integrity, it may not be honesty. It's just being authentic, saying what you mean and meaning what you say, which tends to distinguish leaders. That's become something we've been focused on lately as an editorial team, and uh, that's resonated with an awful lot of people. Um, So I bring that as Leadership is always going to be second because it's so much to talk about. Employee engagement, very big issue. You almost so much about it, you're tired of reading about it. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I just went to a a breakfast meeting and the person was talking about employee engagement. And obviously, it's, you know, if it wasn't an issue... If, if people were, if employees were engaged, we wouldn't have consultants talking about and writing about employee engagement. You're absolutely right. You're, you're right, Marsha. And so the latest articles I'm reading now and we're publishing are not just about engagement, but saying, okay, all right, we hear you. Employees need to be engaged. Go do it. Right. You know, and here, and here's, out, how do we engage them? You know? R- right. And here's how to help them be engaged, uh, etc. cetera. Right. Um, so... You know, um, I mean, the other question I have, and is, and I, I have for um, how does one become a contributor? And I have to say to uh, the listeners out there, I've just recently became a contributor, and out of the blue, 
uh, Dennis contacted me. So I'm curious for my own sake, as well as for others, how does one become a contributor? Well, two ways, Marcia. And let me answer the question two different ways. And I should have said this earlier. Um, One of the benefits I've realized of operating this website is I have met, I, I just can't tell you how many great people around the world, many of whom who've come back and decided they'd like to write for the site. Uh, I've been networking for years anyhow. I spent a lot of time on, you name it, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, but people have approached me or I've witnessed them. More often than not, I will see them writing. I'll see something they've published on a social media website. I'm going to use LinkedIn as an example. I'll read it and say, boy, that's pretty darn good, and I think that would resonate with our readers. So I'll reach out to them like I did to you, Marcia, and mm-hmm. say, I like what you're writing. And I remember your question to me was a great one. It was, why me? Yeah. <laughs> and I, my, my, answer, my answer was very quick. It was because, Marcia, what you're writing, people can do something with it. It's reality, and that's what we look for. And I can tell you, every one of our four dozen-plus contributors today, I didn't know them five years ago. I met them through networking. I met them through them writing on my site, and I'm pleased to say many of them have become my friends, not just writers. Um, and I'm really proud to say that because it goes beyond just publishing. It's you learn from. Them. You learn when I read what they write. I learn. We're sharing them. Many of them have stepped up and become part of the mentoring team now because they want to get back. And I think you you are talking about the power now of social media um you know those of us who are of an age and that includes you and me uh where networking was face-to-face uh today i'm not excluding face-to-face but there's so many interesting people you can meet online and develop a friendship or a uh professional relationship and um so so i i thank you dennis for uh getting me involved with with um uh, bizcatalyst.com but I you know this is another question I have to ask you because of you have so many uh, people contributing you have so many different topics and areas are you a one man band or do you have an ed- editorial staff that helps you I do, I do have an editorial team uh, behind me and I'm pleased to say that my editorial team are all interns which means I hate to keep reverting back to this giving back mentality, but I've Mm -hmm. looked around. I've talked to college kids, and there are a lot of up-and-coming college kids that would like to start their own businesses, would like to either do websites, whatever. And I said, boy, that's a great opportunity. I like their energy, their enthusiasm. I like their approach to uh, what people are reading today. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a ch- we, in fact, we have a channel, Marsha, on the website. It's called Next Generation, and it was opened. That channel was opened, so the up and coming, I'll call them entrepreneurials or edil- editorial team that I use from local college, can come to me and say, Dennis, this is what we are reading today as millennials or the Y generation, uh, X generation. Right. So, I- I'm getting energy from them. I'm getting content from them. And it's keeping us fresh and it's keeping us relevant on what, you know, I could think leadership is a great thing in the world or integrity, but maybe they want to talk about how hard it is for millennials to coexist. I've gotten smart. Mm-hmm. That's the secret behind some of the concepts. They're interns, but so am I. <laughs> I think we all are. And, uh, 
I, I want to touch on this question. We have about uh, three or four minutes before the break, but, uh, but uh, and because it's a personal interest for me, um, because I am not new to social media, but a bit overwhelmed by it, um, as the 800-pound gorilla when it comes to business and networking and information, what's your perspective on LinkedIn? Let's just focus on LinkedIn versus all the other uh, social media outlets. I think it is, you, you correctly uh, put it forth as the 800-pound gorilla. I would say this to anybody at any stage of their career. If you're not on LinkedIn, you are missing the train. And I'm not going to suggest you LinkedIn has all the bells and whistles in the world, nor it's the best uh, social media forum, but it is like Facebook was not too many years ago to a generation. LinkedIn is that to the professional generation. So if you're not on it, join it. If you're joining it, obviously join some of the groups that we op- I operate. Uh, contribute network. Uh, it's just a wonderful way to become visible. And I don't mean necessarily if you happen to be looking for a job, Marsha. Mm-hmm. There may be people looking for you, and they're not going to find you. Or if I'm interviewing you, Marsha, I'm going to run your name past LinkedIn today. Right, you know, a lot right. Of, a lot of people run your name past Facebook to see if you said anything terrible. I'm going to run you by <laughs> LinkedIn to see if you've taken the time to put your professional profile out there because that means something to me today. Well, you know, uh, I've gotten, like many other people, invitations to connect. And the fir- if I don't know the person, the first thing I do is I go to their LinkedIn profile. And, uh, and then the second thing I say is, why are they connect- uh, wanting to connect with me? Is there any commonness? Is there any uh, synergy? Uh, uh, because some people w- uh, want to, you know, be connected to thousands of people. I that's not my goal. So I, I like what you're saying about LinkedIn. Anything else? Any other tidbits about LinkedIn that you might want to uh, tell the groups? Because I know you're very involved in it. Well, I say if you're going to make sure your profile is current, always have a picture. Too many people. With, in fact, LinkedIn policy. Yeah. Well, they'll take you off if you don't have a picture and they discover it. But put a nice professional image out there because if I visit your profile and you want to connect with me, I don't see a picture, I'm not going to connect with you. So don't hide behind your profile. Promote it. Keep it current. It's like a live resume that you can turn into a PDF in five seconds and send to somebody. And if you're going to be part of LinkedIn, do what it's there for. Here's the best advice I've given to so many people. After you join LinkedIn Network, Network more, and then when you're done, network. In other words, connect with people that have some sort of commonality with you, to your earlier point, Marsha. And if you're not sure, send them a note first. You can do Hmm. that behind the scenes. Don't recommend people that you don't know. Don't give them an endorsement. Don't, you know, just use a lot of common sense and then engage. Once you're on LinkedIn, engage in the discussion. The best way to do that is through groups. As you know, Marsha, got 20 some with about 3,000 members. It goes back to how I've networked and met so many great mm-hmm. people. I'm sitting there, I'm talking to them, and they're talking to me. Well, at this time, it is, uh, we're going to take a short break. Um, this is Marcia Zidal, your uh, Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Dennis Patoko. And when he comes, when we come back, two important things. 
Uh, He's going to talk about what advice he may give the next generation of young entrepreneurs based on his remarkable journey, and also how to contact him, how to get more familiar with the website. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Idol, The Smart Moves Coach. My guest is Dennis Patoko talking about his journey from banker to solo entrepreneur and how he works on his business, not just in his business. So, Dennis, um, you've had a remarkable journey. Uh, what advice would you give the next generation of young entrepreneurs? Well, if they're going to, if they're going to go down a path, and it doesn't have to be a website path, it can be any kind of a startup path. I've already talked about some of these, but I'm going to reinforce them because, frankly, I'm I'm speaking from the heart here in terms of what I've learned, whether it be through the mentors mm. or just through uh, the school of hard knocks that I mentioned. If you build your business right, they will come. Now, I don't know who they are. I don't know what your business will be. I'll give you an example. I'm not a technology person. My website was built by learning it, by going online, by reading, by doing it the hard way, and then getting up in the morning and doing it again. I went from zero to 10,000 within the first. I didn't know if that was good or bad, but I was excited because it kept going up. (laughs) Now... (laughs) But let me give you a perspective, and I, you know, I've talked to people that are smarter than me saying, you know, they've said, look, we've looked at your website, blah, blah, they're giving me all these compliments, and in the end, what I started to hear is, Dennis, it worked. 
because you didn't build it as a technician. You built it as a customer or a client or a user or a visitor. You didn't build it with a profit motive on day one. You built it to be a site that you would go to as a user because you're not a technician. So you can probably translate it if you're an entrepreneur into when you're building something. Yeah, it's got to be about profit someday. Don't get me wrong. But on day one, you know, put your passion into it. Build the best, you know, thing you and then come back to it later, and the profits will come. As I've said to so many people, I don't know where this website's going. I think other people will tell me over time. The other thing I would say, and maybe this is related to that, is when you're young enough to take risks, take them. You can recover, uh, and maybe you won't have to. I've mm-hmm. talked about it earlier. You know, network intelligently, and when you're done networking, network some more. Join LinkedIn. Join the groups. Join my groups. And then uh, probably a, a big piece of the advice is, uh, which is something else I spoke upon recently, find You know, people ask me, what do you do when you're not webmastering or editing? We find balance through volunteering and looking for ways to give back. Some of that's come into the website through mentoring. I'm very involved, as in my wife, in Meals on Wheels here in Tampa. We're involved in the American Red Cross. And God knows it, if there's time available, we're finding ways to share some of our blessings with other people who are less fortunate. But that gives us balance. So when I come back to the website, you know, I've got some perspective here, and it does influence my editorial judgment when it comes to this thing called curating. Uh, well, yes, and one maybe quick, something quick, uh, if you have. Um, anything else? I do. Okay. I do. There's a... I went to a graduation ceremony recently, and I heard something, and I just have to repeat it. It's the best advice I've heard. I wish I wrote this. Don't take the easy road. It's a path littered with those who wish they had made other choices. Find mentors you respect. Take their advice. Be humble. Be ethical. Be moral. And if you can't, consider politics. (laughs) (laughs) On that note... Uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm sure you would like to know more about Dennis and how to contact him and this this wonderful website. So, Dennis, um, how can how can people uh, contact you? All right. Well, other than visiting the site, if they'd like to write to me directly, I'd be delighted to have a discussion. They can reach me. It's, it's very simple. Editor at bizcatalyst360.com. That's B-I-Z-C-A-T-A-Y-L-Y-S-T-360.com. And uh, you'll hear from me pretty quick. As Marcia said, I'm online (laughs) 24-7. And truly, (laughs) that's what I thought he was. Well, Dennis, it has been such a pleasure uh, to interview you, and I hope we can meet in person. But in the meantime, we will continue networking and building our relationship through LinkedIn. And and uh, good luck to you and your uh, your journey. Um, Thank you, Marcia. So you're welcome. So n- let me tell you about next week. Next week's guest is Rex Miller, principal and thought leader for MindShift. And his topic is his new book, Change Your Space, Change Your Culture, Change Your Productivity. You will discover the fastest, easiest way to shift cultures, boost employee engagement and vitality, maximize space, and create an atmosphere that inspires innovation and company pride. Wow. 
that should be a really interesting uh, discussion. So listen in on next Wednesday, July 16th on the Business Channel, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. Now, here's your last quick, uh, quick smart moves tip. It is get back on the saddle. It's hard to rebuild confidence after slipping up, but don't let it stop you from taking risks and taking actions. Winners win more frequently than losers because they stay in the game. The key to success is not to let your errors, mistakes, slip-ups, or whatever make you afraid of being innovative and finding better ways to do things. That's what entrepreneurial is about. It's what Dennis has said. Take risks. Take action. If you fall flat on your face, what did you learn from it? And then get up and, and get back in the saddle. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Let me help you make sure you're on the right track, stay on the right track, and not get sidetracked. Contact me at 972-380-9181 or Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress or more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 